0: Well, boys, what are you going to sing?
1: The squeezer was not any use, a
0: lemon without any juice. Boo-hoo, ooh hoo ooh, 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 she couldn't say boo to goose. Hey, Frank, bring up some of those things, will you? Yes, yeah. boy, I was singing them right now. Okay, everybody ready? Yes, yes sir! sir. Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. And you're listening to Boo to a Goose, a podcast about idioms, expressions, and slang. From across the pond. And uh, if we sound any different, it's because we have a new audio setup.
1: Ooh, fancy. We're trying it out. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Two mics. Ooh.
0: Prior to this, every episode you'd heard before, we were sharing one microphone.
1: Yeah, you know, married couples share.
0: Right. It's important to be okay with literally having our cheeks touch for every episode (laughs) so that we could get over the one snowball mic. Uh, And we may have to go back to that at some point, but for now, this is our setup. We've upgraded. We hope you enjoy it. So uh, what is the episode we'll be doing today? What's the piece of slang we'll be touching on today? The
1: Full Monty.
0: The Full Monty, Mm -hmm. which is a film.
1: It is a film. Okay. Yeah, a very successful film.
0: From the 90s, a British film.
1: It is a British film from the 90s. Do you want to talk about the film first or the meaning? Yeah, we can be... talk about the film first.
0: Yeah, because uh, uh, I believe that the, the film is about, uh, I have not seen the movie in a while. <laughs> it did it...
1: come out in 1997, so, you sure. know, if you watched it at the time, it's it's been a while.
0: If I recall correctly, the movie is about a group of, like, middle-aged British men mm-hmm. who put on a strip show to raise money for something.
1: You basically got it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's about um, six men in Sheffield um, in 1972, and they're unemployed because they were part of their steel workers.
0: Oh, okay. And so it has like a political message, too. It has a
1: political message. The steel works shut down, and they became unemployed. Right. Um, and they need money. Uh, one of them needs money to see their son, and the other ones just need money to try and get by. So um, they put like a Chippendale kind of strip show together.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's to support themselves and their community in a way. Um, or some, themselves.
1: Themselves, I think, just, okay. you, you know, in terms of just uh, getting by in this really difficult period of time. I right. mean, Sheffield was a really industrial area mm-hmm. that suffered a lot when we closed down those industries um, and moved into more of a service industry era. Right. Um, So a lot of northern towns and cities, um, particularly with steelworks or mines, they really suffered in the 70s and 80s um, with high rates of unemployment um, for, for men who were skilled in these industries and didn't have another option. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's an extremely political film. Um, It did really well in England um, and pretty well around the world, actually.
0: Yeah, it was a very, I mean, I remember we rented it when I was, I mean, it came out in 1997. We probably rented it shortly after it came out on video, so I was a fairly young person to be watching a movie about nudity. or <laughs> I mean, that was what the crux of the movie hung upon, the concept of nudity and men being naked. Uh, and even, I remember they did an episode of the Drew Carey Show, which was a sitcom I really liked a lot mm-hmm. when I was younger, where they were just like, hey, did you guys ever see The Full Monty? Let's just do that. And then they did like a, a routine where they were dressed as like UPS package delivery men, and they were holding boxes in front of their crotches. It was very funny.
1: Well, it's made its way into loads of different areas of uh, popular culture. Right. Um, So... We didn't talk about the definition. So yes, okay. So but the full Monty in the movie yeah means
0: being fully naked. Yeah, yeah.
1: But that's the key. It means being fully naked.
0: Right. The full, full Monty. Monty. Being ha- there's no half Monty.
1: No, there's no okay. half Monty. It's
0: there's no quarter Monty or just like one and a half nipples.
1: It's, it's all out. It's all out.
0: Okay. It's all out there.
1: <laughs> that's the full Monty. Um, do you know what it means more generally?
0: No. No, I you, just figured. You like, just
1: you just think it means nudity.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, essentially. Okay. I mean, like, I guess it could be construed. And this is not me doing any research; it's just me guessing. But like, it means like we're going all the way. We're doing we're we're no half measures. We're doing the full. We're going the full monty. If we really want to make this work, we have to do everything.
1: And yeah, so okay. it's it's British slang, and it just means everything that is necessary or appropriate. It means the works. It means the whole thing. Okay. It means the um. I mean, that's the definition according to the Oxford English Dictionary. And it just means everything which is necessary, necessary, appropriate, or possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I mean, maybe this is wrong, but what I'm guessing now is what this movie did is they took this British expression that already existed, meaning go all the way, yeah. and ascribed it to going fully nude, and now that's what it means.
1: Kind of. It okay. still means, we still use it not just for nudity sure um but it's definitely got that connotation associated with it right now. but people will still say oh i want the full monty and they mm-hmm. just mean everything like if somebody said hey do you want rice beans peas or potatoes i don't know i'm saying <laughs> um <laughs>
0: what kind of pizza is this <laughs>
1: pizza i don't know and you'd be like i want everything Give rice me the full monty. beans
0: peas and potatoes I was, for I was, a doing I was like, like a
1: carbohydrate list. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: I, I guess this is like—I mean—is it a salad? <laughs> is it a burrito? All
1: right, let's use your pizza um, analogy. Um,
0: Rice on a pizza? No,
1: I'm. Just, shut up. <laughs> different. Like, do you want pepperoni, cheese, tomato, tuna, sweet corn, right. like pineapple? And you'd like? I want all of them. I want the full Monty. Tuna. yeah i really like tuna oh yeah
0: you like tuna on pizza is that a british thing or is that a you thing
1: oh no that's a me thing we cannot just assume that everything i do is a product of britishism
0: well but when you talk about having tuna on pizza you talk about it like it's such a normal thing
1: (laughs) no i don't think it is um it was just something me and my sister liked on pizza together we would have
0: yeah tuna and sweet corn
1: and pineapple
0: Tuna, pineapple, and sweet corn on pizza. Yeah. People have turned favorite. off the podcast.
1: <laughs> it's my favorite topping for uh, a pizza.
0: I don't even know if, like, I, I don't recall ever, like, when you order from a pizza place and they have the menu of all their, like, oh, toppings. No, I don't think you can see tuna.
1: This isn't an option. This is something on create your own. But they have tuna. We used to get it from Pizza Hut. Tuna, pineapple, sweet corn.
0: Create, I, I Create your own. I don't think that's a thing in America. Full stop.
1: Oh, right. Wow. Wild. I'm going to leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, so getting, like, you know, having a, a pizza with everything, that's going the full Monty.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, so.
0: However, I- here's, here's my question. Would you say that, in the same way that prior to 1984, if you were at someone's house and you said, I need to use your phone, and they said, who are you going to call, you may not say... Ghostbusters, but now if anyone ever says who you're gonna call in any context, everyone goes, "Oh, Ghostbusters." Ghostbusters, right? So, yeah. is, do you think that when someone says the full Monty, like let's say they were like they wanted to order a pizza and they wanted to go the full Monty on, if they made that, if they said that, then do you think that people around them would go, uh, 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 like like taking your pants off?
1: Um, no, because, I I mean, I think it depends on the generation. Okay. So I think, like, I was seven when the movie came out, so probably my generation link it more to nudity. But this is a phrase that's been around for a long period of time. Right. And it was used fairly frequently, particularly in the north of England, Mm -hmm. um, just to mean going the full hog, or going the whole hog, or whatever it is. Okay. Um, (laughs) The whole hog, that's another episode (laughs) we could do.
0: We haven't done an animal one in a while.
1: Yeah, it just means, you know, um, the full full thing. Right. So it was... I I mean, this is a bit of a guess, but I would guess that other generations would would not necessarily automatically associate it with stripping and nudity. Okay. Because it was a very common phrase prior to that. And I've heard it used in many instances that aren't referring to just stripping and nudity. Okay. And that has nothing to do with its origin because it was around before and it has a much wider definition. All right. So sorry if you were listening and hoping to hear about the origin of the full Monty coming from stripping. That is not the case.
0: This is, yeah. Now, all the people that we didn't lose with the pizza toppings, <laughs> we've lost everyone else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone else that was like, I'm just here for the nudity talk.
0: <laughs> Eight minutes in. We had a good run. <laughs>
1: uh, but in terms of his definition, uh, just to keep. I, I actually found on, on Wikipedia when I was just looking up the definition for, I, I look on a few different sites, but sure. this one made me laugh because it actually had a sentence that was like, it's similar to all these North American phrases. Do you want to know the North American equivalents to the full Monty? Of
0: course. I probably use these.
1: The whole kid and caboodle. <laughs> which yeah. I love and don't say enough. And, and I'm caboodle. gonna start kit and yeah. caboodle.
0: Yeah, that's like it my sounds like my mom says that.
1: Badoodlikin.
0: It sounds like Badoodlekin, <laughs> which is a reference to my brother, my brother and me. Uh, <laughs> which we we now use to refer to each other based off a segment of my brother and me, my brother and me where they were talking about bad pet names.
1: For, for one another, yeah. Yeah. Badoodly kitten. Badoodly kitten. Kitten caboodle.
0: Kitten caboodle, yeah. Um,
1: the whole kitten caboodle. The whole nine yards. Sure. Which is a baseball reference, if I'm correct. Uh, it's an American sports reference.
0: Yeah, I actually don't know what it is in American sports. I know that's also a movie uh, with Bruce Willis and Matthew Perry.
1: Oh, I thought it had... Okay, maybe.
0: Yeah. What well, Remember, in, in... I thought
1: it had Chris Rock in it, but I must be thinking of something completely different.
0: Uh... Maybe in a supporting role and maybe he's in the whole 10 yards. I don't recall Chris Rock being about The stars are um, Bruce Willis and Matthew Perry because of a, a, a lyric in the Lonely Island song Lazy Sunday. You, you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, Okay. It's a very important hip hop comedy sketch from SNL. And it's like uh, uh, Andy Samberg first put him on the map where he goes, never mind. Look up Lazy Sunday on the internet. I don't need to recite the whole song to <laughs> you and I will do that.
1: Um, the whole ball of wax. I've never heard of that before.
0: Oh, yeah. Whole ball of wax. Yeah, I wonder what that, what that's about. We could do yeah. an episode on that too.
1: The whole enchilada. We definitely don't say that in England, but I love that idea. Yeah, that's another one. Um, and the whole shebang. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, th- these are all like in the lexicon. Yeah, but
1: so that's what full Monty means.
0: All of these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sure. I
1: like that list. Particularly the kitten caboodle. Kitten
0: caboodle. Right. Badoodly because of Badoodlickin. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you My want brother to... and brother of me, a part of uh, MaximumFun.org. <laughs> the MaxFun Network. Yes. Yeah,
1: we're just stealing jokes from other podcasts at this point. It's okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, do you want to know the origin?
0: Yes. I'm dying for it. Ooh. Is this a real one or is this a theory?
1: They're all theories. We okay. don't actually, the origin is heavily disputed. Okay. Nobody knows where it came from. It did not come from the 1997 movie, and sure. we know that because um, it was believed to just be part of slang for for years. Well, they use
0: it in the movie. Yeah. And then it, under the assumption that the people who are saying it, who, people who are hearing it know what the other person's talking about. Yeah, and it means yeah.
1: something much more general, and it was right. first written down in the 80s.
0: Now, it is interesting that you say that in this context, the full Monty refers to uh, being willing to take your clothes off to financially support yourself, whereas the whole mm. nine
1: it doesn't mean that. In the,
0: in this movie, I mean. It
1: means, it, it doesn't mean uh, stripping. It means um, fully naked. Sure. It's not the act. It's like the fact that if you go the full Monty, it's the same as having all the toppings on your pizza. You just have everything. You take off all your clothes.
0: Okay, sure.
1: You don't leave the pants on.
0: Right. Okay, so <laughs> in this instance, the full Monty means taking off all your clothes. Yeah. The movie The Whole Nine Yards is about murdering someone. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So this maybe is maybe
1: I haven't seen that. This I is the it was difference about baseball.
0: No, it's it's about crime. Oh. Yeah.
1: But going the whole way and and killing someone instead of just maiming them, I suppose it kind of means the same thing,
0: right? I mean, okay, hold on. Before I say anything stupid, I'm going to pull up what the whole nine yards is about. Uh, you continue with your definition, what you were saying. Origin. Origin. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's great to know how much you listen.
0: I'm totally listening.
1: One year married.
0: Oh my god. Okay.
1: <laughs> um. So, uh, it was in print in the 80s, but it's. Very widely believed that it was in use for much, much longer before. Um, So there's like three main ideas about the origin. Okay. The first one um, is that it comes from um, a tailoring business of Sir Montague Burton. Um, And Sir Montague Burton opened his first shop in 1904 and then had a chain in 1906. He was very successful in England for tailoring and providing suits For gentlemen. He even provided some of the uniforms in the Second World War.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, So if you went to a Sir Montague Burton shop, then a complete three-piece suit, one that comes with a waistcoat for weddings, you know, would be the full Monty. Ah, okay. Because you're shopping at Montague Burton and you're buying the whole...
0: You're getting the whole thing.
1: Whole kinkaboodle. Right. The full suit. Um,
0: Just to the nines, the nine yards. The whole line
1: yards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, there's too many idioms now. Yeah, really. Um, the, the, you know, from what I could see online, people were saying that it, it is fairly plausible. Um, it's based on, all of these origins are based on hearsay evidence, but the, the, they do have hearsay evidence from staff who say customers would come in and ask for the full Monty
0: hmm. um,
1: at the time. And it just meant that they wanted the 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 full suit, the jacket, the trousers, and the waistcoat. Sure. Yeah, so that's one option for its origin. Right. Um, The second uh, origin that that it might come from, well, that doesn't make any sense, the second place that it might come from, the origin, um, could be from a Spanish card game called Monte. M-O-N-T-E. And it means the entire kitty or pot in a gambling game.
0: Oh, Mm -hmm. kitty?
1: Kitty, yeah, like the...
0: Like a baby cat.
1: Yeah, you don't use that to refer to, like, a pot of money?
0: I've never heard that.
1: Oh, so in England we would call it... I mean,
0: is it the full kitten caboodle?
1: <laughs> no! Shh, <laughs> 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 It's... <laughs> a kitty is just... Uh... So we use kitty to mean... Oh, God, now we're doing something completely different. We use kitty to mean... Um, basically, like, a pot of money. Mm-hmm. So it could be in a gambling game that you would put into the pot. It could be, like... If you're, I don't know, you share tea and coffee at work and you put into a kitty, like the tea
0: kitty. Okay.
1: Yeah. If you're in an office and everyone's drinking tea, maybe one person buys the tea bags and you all put some money in the pot. Oh, all it's right. It's like a tea kitty. Um, so we use it for any kind of like money that people would put in. Any into. sort of pool. Any pool, yes. Okay. That's the American word pool, yes. Okay. The English word is kitty. Oh, okay. When people pool their money together.
0: Is it because? Okay, shoot, I think that. I mean, as much as I'd love to get into this, I feel like this is another episode too. I have
1: no idea where that comes from.
0: This this entire. I had no w-
1: idea you didn't know what that meant. We could
0: do a whole spinoff series of <laughs> just
1: kitten related idioms. I was just saying <laughs> things
0: that we've discussed in this episode because you rattle yeah. off all those all those North American ones. I mean, what what's half a shebang? Like, there's all these. No. Where do any of these come from? We could do a whole like we could do a series of like <laughs> th- like the full Monty series where it's just. Yeah, that, that's that's our next it's five episodes. It's funny that we
1: have so many ways to say the same thing. Yeah, like very like <laughs> descriptive, strange ways to say the same thing. Like,
0: what's that? What's that? Like old saying that like, uh, um, Inuits have like four hundred words to, for snow. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think it might be less than four hundred. I think that's been disproved. But yeah, I've heard, yeah, I've but, heard that rumor. Yeah. But that
0: that that idea, yeah. that saying, like, yeah, why so many things? Well, I, I would probably because they all mean different things in different contexts. Yeah, like of course, there's different kinds of snow. There's hard snow. There's soft snow. There's sleet. There's yeah, whatever. So yeah, like, we
1: don't have too many words for it though in our language.
0: I only just said three, and <laughs> two of them were just hard and soft. <laughs> in front of
1: we have white snow and yellow snow right
0: yeah gross (laughs) snow that's when the car drives through it yeah yeah i lived in new york i get it
1: (laughs) (laughs) anyway we've gone off topic a little bit yeah
0: as is our want
1: so that was the second um possible origin right um there wasn't a lot of what's the word like support for this sure on um any of the different websites and, and books i was looking at um, but it's a possible one. Right. It was suggested by Tony Thorne in his Dictionary of Contemporary Slang. Um, but there's no evidence about how this card game or slang would have made it to the UK to make it British. There's no evidence of the transitioning.
0: Where did you say the card game was from originally? Spain. Spain. Okay. Huh. Yeah. All right. I
1: also read somewhere that it was played in the US though. Okay. Monte.
0: It doesn't ring a bell, but I, yeah. I mean, I don't really hang out at casinos.
1: Do you want to know the third possible origin? I would love origin? to. Well, this is kind of split in two as well. Okay. The third possible origin is based on this person called Field Marshal Montgomery. He was a senior British army officer who served in World War I and World War II. And his nickname was Monty. He's a real guy. They've made a movie about him. I can't remember the name. But like, okay. he's a real historical figure from um, the two world wars. And his nickname was Monty. And so there's two, two ideas related to him. The first one I really like. The first one is that just... He really liked a full English breakfast. (laughs) He loved... Allegedly loved a full English breakfast. And like... If you don't know what a full English breakfast is. It's too much. <laughs> Jacob has been exposed to not even a full English breakfast because yeah. we don't even cook all the parts in my house. Well, okay.
0: When The first time I visited you, yeah. your mom very lovingly made me a full English. Yep. And I want to say there were five kinds of meat?
1: <laughs> no, there were but only three. Plus
0: egg, plus potatoes, plus, well. I There were I only really...
1: four kinds of meat. Four
0: kinds of meat, okay.
1: Bacon, sausage, white pudding, and sometimes black pudding. Right. We normally only have three kinds of meat in my house. Okay. We don't always have the black pudding. Although my sister likes black pudding. Sometimes we have four. White
0: pudding's the Irish one, right? Yeah. Okay. So good. Yeah. Like, everything was incredibly tasty. And then
1: you have beans, and then you have egg, and then you have toast, and then you have mushrooms, and then you have tomato.
0: Right. So three- And hash browns. Right. We're saying three kinds of meat. Plus, I think you just said six other things. I'm no mathematician. It's,
1: it's 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 yeah. We can count them. Okay, so if you're gonna have everything in a possible full English, sure, you would have some kind of potatoes, maybe hash brown or maybe like diced potatoes fried. Right. You would have an egg.
0: That's that right. Could
1: you could have it scrambled or fried? You could have both if you really wanted to. Yeah. You would have some kind of sausage, some kind of bacon. You could have white or black pudding okay or both making it six items okay then we're looking at the vegetable portion right the vegetable portion you've got beans mm-hmm. obvious vegetable baked beans right um <laughs> you've got a uh, fried tomato uh-huh. fried mushrooms mm-hmm. and then the last thing it normally comes with is toast that is 10 items
0: ten individual items yeah. and even if you if you say well we don't need let's only do it with three kinds of meat or let's drop one of the um one of the different vegetables that's still seven things I feel like a Denny's Build Your Own Grand <laughs> Slam is four, and that's a lot of food too.
1: Well, Monty really liked his full breakfast, and he would like the whole thing. And there was rumors about like whether it was just him liking to eat it. There's rumors about him actually trying to have full English breakfasts whilst on campaigns oh, in God. Africa and such. And there's even rumors that he made his troops eat a full English breakfast before they set out to battle for the day. Holy hell. Whether any of these are true, I'm not entirely sure again these are all kind of hearsay
0: right um so it's it's j- but in if this is true yeah then it's just referring to this dude really loves a lot of breakfast <laughs> and anything that can be done to its fullest extent is calling back to this one military dude who had to have a full breakfast yeah that's awesome uh, i love this yeah
1: so apparently ex-servicemen post-war then brought this idea to british slang sure um and they called the full English breakfast a full Monty to, like, honor this guy. And it just came to mean the whole thing. You know, like, all the toppings on a pizza. And when right. people ask you, you say you want the full English, they're like, do you want to leave anything out? Right. A lot of people will order it and go, hold this or hold that. And he yeah. wanted the whole thing. The
0: works. That's another one. Yeah. Getting the works.
1: So, the hearsay, apparently, it was commonly used in transport calves in the 1950s. mm mm-hmm. But again, I mean, there's no reason why it couldn't have come from the suits and then been applied to this. Who knows why Mm -hmm. it was used then? Because it has such a general meaning that you could apply it to a suit or you could apply it to a breakfast because it just means the whole
0: thing that you're offering. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Give me the whole menu. Give me everything you got. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, the second idea related to Monty was still on Field Marshal Montgomery, the senior British army mm-hmm. officer. So uh, one of the rumors was that he loved his English breakfast. The second idea, maybe not quite as fun, was that he allegedly just had a habit of always wearing his entire full set of army medals
0: oh. all the time.
1: And so that could be where the full Monty comes from because he used to wear all his medals all the time. Sure. That one seemed less popular than the full English breakfast
0: Yeah, because... And less fun! I mean, a weird... uh, Like, what a weird thing. I I mean, I I guess I don't really... We'll have to get, like, a military expert on the phone or something, but, like, I don't really know why a person wouldn't wear... Unless you have, like, a cartoonish and absurd amount of medals. I don't know why you... I guess maybe some cancel out the other ones. Like, if you... You don't need to wear your uh, two-stripe award if you have a three-stripe award.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's like, like like brownies where you're meant to just sew them onto your shirt. Right, yeah, he's a Boy I, Scout. <laughs> he's
0: like, this one's for making fires. <laughs> yeah. This one's for bandaging wounds.
1: This one's for destroying Germany. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, this one's for
0: <laughs> liberating a camp. I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know much about history. Scalping Nazis? That's what they did in *Inglorious Bastards. Love
0: that movie. I wish yeah. they had a badge for that.
1: That's true, right? That's fact. Y- fact.
0: Do you know who was supposed to... I was just talking about this. I just want to go on a very brief *Inglorious Bastards tangent. You've seen *Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Y- you know uh, the, the bear Jew character played by Eli Roth, the guy who hit people with a baseball bat? Yeah. That was supposed to be Adam Sandler. Oh. And he didn't do it so he could make one of his... Well, an Adam Sandler movie. I think it was like Grown Ups 2... Not Grown Ups 2, but like something... One of his... Doofy movies. How fun would it have been to have Adam Sandler? Anyway, that's all I wanted to talk about.
1: All right. Good good fact to, to leave us on. So which one do you <laughs> think Oh, is that your last one? Yeah. Which uh, one do you think oh, okay. it, um, do you buy into? Do you buy into the suit, the card game, or the big breakfast or the medals?
0: I really hope that it's the breakfast. Yeah, I think the breakfast too. one is fun. It's uh, amusing. It, make, it, it definitely describes... The concept of excess. And I think that mm-hmm. that's the full... Like, again, going from the context of the, of the movie, I wouldn't necessarily call that excess. But, like, yeah, that is sort of the idea. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: well, you're you're taking everything that's offered. You're yeah. taking off every piece of clothes that you can. Right.
0: You're you, taking
1: every last piece of bacon that you can. You,
0: there's, there's no further that you can go. Yeah. You cannot, like, I guess with a full English breakfast... Technically, you could just eat and eat and eat until you die. Um, you know, like, there, there's no <laughs> limit to how much. Uh, but, yeah, like, you, you go to the maximum, and I think that that's what the full Monty should be, and that's why I think the breakfast... Like, winning the full pot in a card game is like, yeah, all right, that's that's cool. But the thing is, in a card game, and poker or whatever, there's not really context where you can go... I, I, of course, there are actually contexts like split pot or going high, going low, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, yeah, you're probably going to win the whole thing, and that's not... Unique. That's not special. Mm. I think when you go the full Monty, it should be something like and uh, um, the suit makes sense to me too because mm-hmm. you're getting like I mean it's a very famous and successful and presumably expensive tailor. So if you go the full Monty,
1: I don't think it was expensive.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. But still more expensive than not getting the full Monty. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when you go the full Monty, you've you've reached the the pinnacle. You've reached the zenith. And uh, I think that the most fun thing you can do is get to a point where you say, I literally cannot have more breakfast.
1: (laughs) Great. (laughs) Great.
0: This is a cool one. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for listening to Boo to a Goose. Uh, if you have any comments, you can send us an email, boo to a Goose Podcast at gmail.com. Also, please be sure to like our Facebook page where we post new episodes and whatnot. Uh, sorry for the short, I mean, not, I'm, I guess I'm not sorry for the short turnaround between episodes because we're putting this up on up on Friday and the other one went up on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you get two this week. Uh, and then we'll be back for more in future ones, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, shout out to Nora Walsh. Oh yes. AKA My Mother. This is her idea. This was her idea. Yeah. She asked us to do this one. Oh, trust her to ask us for the full Monty. Of
0: course, yeah. yeah. When I saw that I was like, Oh, so she just wants us to talk about the movie. But I, <laughs> I was very surprised to know that there was a, a deep and multiple possible paths that led there you to go. this creation. Uh, and also, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or Amazon, uh, if they have the ability to leave a rating and a review, we greatly appreciate it because that is, as far as I can tell, the surest way to get more listeners. And, uh, the more listeners we have, the more fun episodes we can bring you because that means the more suggestions we get and the more everything, just more everything. So yes, uh, listeners are greatly appreciated, uh, and reviews and, uh, ratings and such. Tell your friends. Yeah. We talk about nudity in this one. This is an easy sell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right on that point
0: on that point i'm jacob and i'm Manny. yeah this has been boo to a goose and remember
1: nobody says patate
0: boo to a goose is produced by will Scoville as a part of the comedio network thanks to hannah Wortel for the art and max abrams for the theme song she couldn't say boo to a goose send any questions or comments to boo to a goose podcast at gmail.com hey everybody my name's dane and i'm jimmy and our podcast is called bubbling questions we do would you rather some listeners and a twitter bot along with one person game shows using ridiculous stuff we find on the internet. Like what kind of a dick are we talking? <laughs> I shall not tell you. Okay. All from our very real hot tub. Oh yeah. 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 Very real. Uh, not a gimmick at all. <laughs> find bubbling questions, wherever you get podcasts. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs>